On this week's episode of The Stack, we're going to share all the great updates that came out of Inbound 2019 and a few updates coming from Google. And we're back with episode number 67. Yep. 67. Wow. 67 of The Stack. We were just talking about what season this is, and we haven't really grouped our episodes and seasons. But uh, I officially declared this to be season two. It is a decree. Yeah. So 67 episodes. Now, the first half of those, roughly, was when we were doing the stack as a Facebook Live show, which was really cool. And I I wish we were still doing. So much fun. Awkward, Tim. (laughs) Yeah, it was a little awkward at first. (laughs) But I think think we got to the swing of things. The, the, The main reason we stopped doing it as a Facebook Live show was because um, there were, you know, 20 minutes into it, there'd be a disruption in our, our bandwidth or something. And all of a sudden we would be all gargled or, you know, or a light would fall on our heads or somebody would start knocking on the door. Remember that time you hit me with the boom mic? Did that happen? It did happen. Yeah. So who knows? Maybe someday we'll do more, more video, but, uh, yeah. So this is the end of the audio only podcast version of the stack season two. Yeah, so no, the end, not totally. the end of the stack, so just end of season two. It is the season finale. Season finale. Season finale. And then season, no. Se- season three coming at you. Yeah. Yes, Ryan, Soon. three comes after two. Well, yeah. I was thinking, yep. But, no. the, but there will be a change, I must say. So I have decided that I am going <laughs> to let you guys take the reins on the stack. Yay. Yeah. So it'll be the Tim and Ryan show. But we're not changing the name to that. Right. Because yeah. that would be awful. Yeah, that'd be yeah. bad. And I'll we still join don't. from time to time. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I uh, I unfortunately need to free up some time. We want to keep this going though, so uh, that's what we uh, we've decided. Cool beans. What do you guys think about that? It's gonna it's gonna be killer. Yeah, party's gonna be off the hook. Totally radical. We're excited. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll probably still pop on from episode to episode. Uh, but I'm actually hoping to launch uh, a different podcast. So more on that in the future. Competing with the stack. I'll <laughs> guest host to announce that uh, at some point. Oh, yeah. That, oh, that, you're going to use our platform to promote? Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> it's going to be great. Um, so this is our first episode since Inbound. I uh, actually took a break last week after Inbound. Because I sounded like death. And <laughs> actually, I was, um, I don't know if Ryan told you, I was... Uh, planning on trying to record the episode myself on Wednesday in the oh. office while I had no voice. Impressive. And Ryan Ryan told me that was a bad idea. Yeah. So I didn't. Well, thanks for that almost initiative. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> so Tim still, he still I sounds am still like sick. So I'm, I'm, I apologize to all of our listeners. Not to you guys. Yeah. So uh, inbound, awesome conference. What'd you guys think? You have a good time? It was, yeah. I had a good time. I saw one session. It was Sean's. It oh, was really well, good. there you go. Yeah. And but we did, we did meet a, met, met up with some of our clients. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think we met with the most clients of any inbound. Um, yeah. This I, year. during the networking stuff, I talked to a scientist who sold online science videos. Well, that is scientific. And it was interesting. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, I met some interesting people there for yeah. sure. What was kind of nuts, um, this happened a few times I'm realizing, is that I met people who I believed to be a stranger that I was meeting for the first time. And then after the event realized that we followed each other on social media, mm. 
and I've been following them on social for a while. And I'm like, I actually just met that person. Yeah. Sean I had a little entourage there didn't too. Connect the dots. <laughs> you had you were a, telling me I didn't see the entourage. Yeah, yeah. When, when you have an entourage. Well, when you left your first session, or your when you were your first speaking session, sure. There, there was like just a crowd of people moving with you. Oh yeah, a yeah. There was. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I was I I was reading um your your Twitter today, and I saw some of the I I didn't follow it, and then at the moment I was reading some of the uh, the really nice reviews you got. Yeah. Yeah, I think it went well. So um, if anybody wants to, I wasn't going to do this, but I'm going to do this. If anybody, no, I won't. I won't. You have to. You already started. I was going to reveal where you could get the presentation, but I'm not going to do it. I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to tell you what you need to do if you want to get that presentation. So the presentation was 21 workflows to keep your CRM squeaky clean. If you leave us a review on the stack and you send us either a link or a screenshot to that review or you, you tweet us with that link or screenshot, uh, then I will give you the secret link where you can get the presentation, all the goodies that go with it. So if you want to be a master of workflows in HubSpot, you want to crush your automation and keep your CRM squeaky clean, leave us that review and we'll give you a link. How's that? Sweet. Yeah. Um, but no, it went well and uh, it's it's really cool to hear like the specific problems and challenges people are faced with and you get a lot of that after you do a, a talk at one of these things. So that was neat. Um, but at... Uh, inbound, of course, that is a HubSpot hosted conference. They announced all sorts of new goodies, and, and that is what we're going to focus on with this episode of the stack. So, the yeah. latest product updates to help you grow better. Uh, so, yeah. So, um, one of the announcements that they, well, this, is, this wasn't really an announcement, but something that they rolled out recently um, is a new and improved app marketplace within, you know, within HubSpot. Um, you know, there are hundreds of different apps and, and different integrations that you can, different apps that you can integrate with uh, within HubSpot. And the, which we talk a lot. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. About a lot. Right. Um, maybe, <laughs> but it, in the past, I'll be honest, it, it could be kind of hard to find what you were looking for. Like if you were, if you were just going into the app marketplace and you wanted to explore it, it wasn't organized in like in a great way. Um, it was a little difficult to, to find new, New tools that might make sense to use. Um, so they've redesigned the, the the landing page, the listing page, so that you have the information you need to decide almost like immediately whether or not the app is the app for you, or if you should be looking at something else. Which is awesome. I think it makes the the, the marketplace a lot more actionable. Um, they've also made it easier to um, they, they've 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 bundled in this sort of app curation um, aspect. So there there are now um, curated lists uh, of apps specifically for, you know, recommended by the HubSpot team for specific uses, which is really helpful. Like if you have a certain challenge, you can go and see what HubSpot is specifically recommending, which is great. Um, and just all around, all around, uh, you know, a nice refreshed look. Pretty happy about it. I like nice. it. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I think it's kind of hard to quickly find or discover integrations at least. Yeah. Uh, and they did a nice job grouping them and making it easy to kind of quickly browse through. The uh, next update um, on the list, I, I just closed it. How about that? <laughs> what was the uh, the next list? So Jog the, my memory. The uh, contact deduped drag and drop editors and workflow management. Yeah. So uh, with deduping. Um, I love that word. Yeah. By the way. So, so everybody has more than one email address and uh, either by people just submitting forms using different email addresses or potentially you're doing list imports or integrations with other things. 
you get multiple records for the same people. Um, there's a problem with HubSpot. It's a problem with Salesforce or any other CRM that's out there. Um, and historically you had to get a license or a subscription to some third party app or, or tool to do this deduping for you. Um, HubSpot has been testing this for a while now. Uh, we've been using it for a while now and now it's available. Um, what does it say to, is it to everybody or is it to their pro users and above? Um, so I'll just read it. So as our tools get more sophisticated, we're working on ways to make sure they're also user-friendly. That's why we're making content creation more intuitive, using AI to make it faster to clean your database and acting on the feedback, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Sorry. And long story short, I can't. They don't tell you. They don't say right away whether it's available to everyone or to pros. So I'm going to say it's available to everyone. <laughs> it's a bold statement. But we'll go with it. It's pretty cool, though. Super yeah. easy. So... Yeah. um Definitely check it out if you're a HubSpot user yeah. and uh, it'll make your life easier. And then, um, you know, on the, the workflow side, two things that they announced. One was, um, I don't know how they phrase it here, but it was like jump ahead workflows. So let's say you had two branches and um, so like an if then branch. Uh, so if a certain condition is true, send them down one path. If a condition is not true, send them down the other. Um, oh, yeah. But it, I remember this is one of the very first things I asked somebody about at inbound, I said, eventually I want to bring those back to the same place. Makes and sense. with the way workflows historically uh, had worked is once you branched, you couldn't bring them back together. And where that's a problem is sometimes you only want to personalize a portion, you know, of your, your journey, right? What you're setting up in that workflow. So with this, you can now say, you know, after this little branching, once you get to a certain point, bring them back to the main track uh, and that'll make your life a lot easier. Yeah, much easier. So you probably have fewer workflows now, um, fewer emails. It's, yep. it's a good thing. And then uh, they added folders to workflows. So it's just easier to organize and yeah. know what's what. And, and that's really great. What were some of the other things that they listed there, Tim? And then the last thing is, um, so there's uh, a new drag and drop editor for email, web pages, and knowledge base articles. Good. Which, yeah. Yeah. And cool. that, that's that's in beta right now. It's not, cool. it's not actively um, rolled out, but that's... In process. Cool. Also, some additions to the sales hub side too. Now, I'm pretty sure a lot of these haven't been rolled out yet, but they, I would assume it's kind of like a beta or pre beta, maybe. Uh, <laughs> so, there are, let's see, four new updates here. There's a buy now button, which offers a more seamless buying experience for your prospects by creating a call to action that directly connects to, connects to a product in your product catalog to an online purchase in Stripe. Obviously requires a separate Stripe subscription, but at Inbound, they, they always talk about reducing the friction, and that was like a big talking point for Brian Halligan's yeah. speech. So this is doing exactly that. It's, it's reducing that yeah, friction it, to get people to buy. It's going to have a lot of uh, offer a lot of power for for yeah. anyone that has e-commerce. Uh, second thing is getting digital signatures for quotes, so you can say goodbye to printing and sending hard copies. That's cool. Don't need a separate integration. I can dig it. Calculated properties, create fields that roll up data from other fields. I don't know exactly know what that means yet. I feel like they've been talking, they've talked about that in the past. Um, I know I've heard them talk about that in the past. So, well, it's been, it's been in uh, enterprise for a long time. And they oh, okay. Oh, okay. They're, they're trickling they've, it down. Yeah. So that's the key thing. Like a, a lot of the things that are historically have been available to really big organizations at the enterprise level um, have been out of reach. And, and as they add more and more features to enterprise, they're taking a lot of those things. Okay, let's let's bring that down to either the pro or the starter or the free level. Um, and 
this is an example of that. Um, you know, I know a lot of people that would benefit from both the buy now button as well mm-hmm. as e-signature. Yeah. We would love to start using e-signatures through HubSpot. We just yep. haven't um, taken that leap to go to the enterprise level yet. Uh, so it's kind of nice that that's coming our way. Yeah. And then um, I, I guess just kind of taking that down then, some of the features that have been available in Pro that are now available in Starter um, is uh, and free actually is uh, email marketing, uh, ads, and of course landing pages. Yeah, right? which is so huge. Are, it's amazing what you could do now with the Starter version, which is 50 bucks a month or even the free version. Yep. So there's a limit. Eventually you're going to outgrow it and you're going to want to upgrade, but... Um, there's a very long window of time where you can get by on these free or very low cost options before you, you need to take that. Leap. Yeah. So, so what they're saying is um, it'll be as of November 1st, uh, the price for marketing hub starter will be $50 a month uh, with a max of, uh, of, of 1000 contacts. Um, and then it'll be $50 additional per month for every additional thousand. Not bad at all. Yeah. yeah. So if you want to get a summary of all these uh, wonderful, cool, updates go to hubspot.com slash new and you could either navigate to it in your hubspot portal or you could sign up for the beta or spin up an account check it out yeah cool the one other one that we didn't mention that is kind of cool is the integration with facebook um messenger yeah just it brings your your facebook messages into your conversations tab in hubspot which is cool you don't have to have two separate yep so live chat people talking to you on live chat people emailing your support inbox or your general inbox and now people messaging you on Facebook messenger uh, through your Facebook page uh, all in a single place, which is super nice. Yeah. And then you could attach it to known contacts. You can create new contacts from that. It's pretty, pretty cool. Sweet. Yeah. So Google uh, has made a lot of big announcements in the past two or three weeks or so, and we won't get too far into the weeds with these, but uh Wanted to offer a, a quick run through. Um, one of those was the the changes to um, uh, no follow, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, th- I think that the big addition is they want to get a better understanding when content is user generated or sponsored content, uh, and just give you more flexibility in what you're allowing Google to to follow, to crawl, or or not to follow and crawl, and without being penalized. So a lot of people would no follow links that were user generated or sponsored because they wanted to comply with Google's guidelines. They didn't want to pass uh, any page rank or authority from one page to another. So they no follow that link with this. You can al- tailor it. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're tailing it. You're getting much more specific. And a lot of con, uh, a lot of sites rely heavily on user generated content. Um, I mean, so- Huffington post built its entire empire on yes. user generated content. Yeah. Yeah, and sponsored content too. Yeah. Um, so comments, right? A lot of websites will have a link to an individual comment. That is user-generated content. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually didn't look into this, but is uh, like a pin on Pinterest or a posting on Instagram, is that, I imagine that's user-generated content? Yeah, no, I don't honestly know. I didn't look into that either. Well, there's that. So um, we will include a link to the documentation. Read through it. Make sure you understand it. This is definitely pretty important. Um, the other updates, um, there's, there's a bunch actually, uh, they, uh, announced an update about, um, the way that they're going to handle review schema. So uh, almost every e-commerce site out there, uh, collects its own reviews. So your customers can recommend products, say if they liked them or they didn't like them. And up until now 
You can uh, put schema on your site so you get the little star icon showing up in search results. Ooh. No more. They killed it. They shot it dead. And uh, you cannot do that because they consider it self-serving and not useful to searchers. Hmm. So widely being move. debated, I kind of see Google's point of view. I, yeah. I understand. I, to, to their point, um, you know, I can see there. Yeah, I, yeah. I see that. It's not that you can't still collect reviews and to provide that value to your searchers, but um, yeah, it's not going to make your listing stand out in search results anymore. And uh, honestly, I think that's the right call on Google's part, even if it sucks. <laughs> um, the uh, other update, they've changed the pixel size for um, for the headlines in search results. So there's a few less characters that you could uh, include in your title tags without getting truncated. And uh, just yesterday, they um, rolled out a change to how they display um, videos in search. Yeah. Uh, so they, they're calling them key moments, right? Um, where if you look at the, the screenshot, uh, when a video shows up in search results, it's going to have a little carousel below it that highlights key moments within the video. And what they're, I think, trying to facilitate here is, um, let's say you want to skip the silly introduction and you want to get to the, the 10 seconds where they show you exactly what you need. Now it's going to be a lot easier for you as a user, a searcher to find that little narrow section of content, um, and ignore the rest. It's so it's like how, um, you know, currently if you do a search in Google and Google's able to understand the content of your video, they can serve you a specific segment of a video directly in the SERP. Like it'll jump ahead. Yeah. To that specific yeah. Video. But you, ha yeah, as the viewer, you have no context as to what came before or what comes after that point, which I've always found really annoying because I don't, I'll often just go back to the very beginning because I want to know what came before it. Um, so I think this just makes it a lot easier for you as the searcher to orient yourself, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, now, it, it can lead to potentially some shorter view times for your videos because now it's a little less necessary for people mm -hmm. have to watch through your your promotional stuff. Um, but uh, I think honestly, if, if you help people out to get them what they want, you're going to be rewarded in the long run. Yeah. Um, so this is just another example where Google's trying to force people to not be spammy. Um, and it was to, like a two minute intro about. Yeah. I mean, if you watch videos on YouTube, it's just ridiculous. So people do what I did to you, our listener uh, earlier in the show, where I said, I'll only give you the link if you <laughs> leave us a review. People do that on YouTube all the time. I was watching a video before we went to Iceland where they're showing hot springs. Um, and this guy's like, look at this amazing place. And you know, you really want to go visit. And he's like, but I'm not going to tell you where it is. You have to uh, subscribe and leave a review and then send me a screenshot and then I'll email you the location. Did you do Son it? Of a bitch. No, hell no. Yeah. No. Sean has integrity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um the, the the way to take advantage of this, if you if you want to lean into this, which you should, um, is to uh, put timestamps and transcriptions when you upload those videos to to YouTube. And I imagine they'll honor that in other ways if you're using a, a third party player at some point. Um, that's kind of the shady thing with this is it once again is sort of favoring you to use their products versus Wistia or Vidyard or Kaltura, um, which I think is kind of sleazy. <laughs> so there's that. Hmm. Um, any other big updates that I missed that are worth noting? Those are the big ones. Yeah, those are big ones. All right. Uh, so I guess we'll count that as our lightning rounds. Um, does anybody want to spotlight an app of the week? 
Yeah, I don't have one so, this week, so if you guys so do. So last week I had pulled this. I had So we've been talking a ton about the importance of page speed and image optimization and just overall um, you know, user experience on yep. the web. And lazy loading is one solution that we've pointed to for, you know, for our, a number of our clients, for, um, for ourselves as a solution to that. And what lazy loading is, is <laughs> what it is, is um, a strategy of, that dictates how you serve images on your website. It, it stops certain images from loading right when a person, a user lands on your page. Um, to, to make the experience faster, to make the, the 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 page speed faster, I know I explained that really poorly, but uh, last week Google launched their own um, WordPress plugin designed to enable this called uh, Native Lazy Load by Google. And while I haven't personally played around with it um, just yet, I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, you know, I mean, they've been talking about it for a while. Yeah, it's coming from Google. It's got to be. Um, compliant with their it's guidelines. Worth, yeah, yeah. It's worth testing out for sure. I haven't tried either, but I'm yeah. uh, eager to give it a spin. All right. Well, that is this episode of The Stack. Again, this is end of season two. Season three will be starting soon, just minus mm-hmm. dear old me. Um, but uh, as always, we'll love it if you left us a review, gave us your feedback. Uh, you can find us on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, whatever they call it. Spotify. Yep. You can find us in Google search results now if you search for the stack, yep. right? Yep. Which is cool. Hell yeah. So check us out. Leave us reviews, subscribe, and we will see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>